Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Top of the episode to ya. There it is. There you oh, go. No, you are wearing green, so I I'll am give you that. Green. And we have limes on the table. We do. I'm <laughs> wearing them on my head. The biggest <laughs> Irish export. Yes. <laughs> but we're here to remind you, and for some of you, tell you yeah. that we are doing a live show in New York City. Live in New York. It's Broadway City. <laughs> at Green Room 42. Oh, that's perfect. Green Room. It's Green it's Room 42 for greatest. our St. Patrick's Day spectacular slash my 30th birthday. Yeah, we're going all out for Kimberly's birthday. We're going to have special guests, some really great uh, games, some fun live Broadway set antics, and some things that you won't even expect yet because it's going to be amazing. For the biggest holiday of the year, St. <laughs> Patrick's Day. Oh, yeah. So Don't tell me anything different. <laughs> <laughs> come drink with us uh, or just enjoy our company March 17th at 9.30 at Green Room th- 42. 42. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go to any of the other green rooms. Go to the 42nd one. So green room 42. On the fourth floor inside of the hotel. And where are you greener? We're going to pinch you. <laughs> yeah. You can find tickets uh, on our Twitter, on our Instagram, on our, um, uh, what do you do, Kevin? Uh, Facebook. That's right. <laughs> yep. Um, but you can or also. on green room 42's website. Exactly. Yes. That's probably easiest. Or probably. You could get a golden ticket in a Willy Wonka chocolate bar. No, no, no. Go oh, to the website. Do they? Yeah. 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 And an Irish potato. Yeah. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And now for your regularly scheduled Broad Wasted. Hey, that's us. Did you bring wine? I got the glasses. You guys, I made a quiz. And I didn't bring anything, but I'm here to have fun. Hello, and welcome to the official Broad Wasted Podcast, where we're drunk on theater. I'm your host, Brian Plofsky, and today is a beautiful day, so we're going to seize it. One oh, fine shit. seize the day? Oh, God. Well, we're carrying the banner up on the roof because Brooklyn's here on Broadway, and walking something to believe in the rain, I feel the bottom line move because happy days are watch what happens here again. Ooh. We're going to get out of this place once and for all, the locomotions uptown to say the world, we will know who put the bop in chains. <laughs> Don't come a knocking, Bebopalula. <laughs> Joining us today, Bebopalula, Bebopalula, Alula, Alula. Yeah, course. got it. Joining us today, the usual one fine day. Oh no, I messed that up. Joining us today are the usual one fine dayers, including <laughs> Kevin, the Carol King of New York. Yeah. <laughs> I will take that. I am beautiful. (laughs) Kimberly, our What a Game Master, an unofficial babysitter for the hour. As we record, my parents are seeing ragtime at a community theater. That's amazing. I just wanted to say that since my quote is from ragtime. Absolutely. Um, It rings true today. (laughs) And with us today is another newsie because we're collecting them all. Gotta catch them all. That's right. Aside from originating the role of Davy in Disney's Newsies, he toured nationally with Spring Awakening and Beautiful. There's also no break in his riptastic voice. <laughs> Let's give a big Broadway to welcome to friend of the show. Friend of the show. Ben Fangalder. You ready for this? Wow. Thank you so much for that. You got a Josh Jams intro. First of all, Jock Jam is one of my top three favorite Would you say CDs? Jock is your jam? <laughs> oh, Jock geez. is my jam. Okay, and great. my jelly. Yeah. <laughs> Dare I say. Um, we can follow him at um, PLZN Thank You. So please and thank you. Brilliant. I love it. I do so love that. Um, oh, Wait, did you and Chris do that together? Was no, it like no, Christmas no, Carol? No, I was, I, that oh, was yeah. like 2009 when Twitter was ripe. And you had to have a clever thing that wasn't just your name. Yeah, yeah, before all this showbiz and social media marketing, it was like... And, like, Ben Fankhauser official, like, before all that. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Yeah, this was my best attempt. But you're consistent over platforms, which is, like, very nice. I I guess I got in early. Yeah. You know? I, I I don't know if anyone else who would have... Please... And thank, thank you. It's bold because I have to explain it every time. You have to explain it? Yeah. Well, I guess people what are like, you... what's your handle? I'm like, uh, it's, uh, it's P-L-Z, N, capital N, good, and then F-A-N-K. It's a whole... Yeah, I understand. Oh, you should so just be like, I'll text it to you. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. <laughs> I'll, you know, what's yours? I'll or follow you. Or just say, you don't follow me yet? And get like, really <laughs> mad. Also, exactly. just search your name and it'll show up. 
That works you don't too. need to search by handles anymore, kids. Yeah. I'm hip with the youngs. <laughs> the youngs. Um, well, let's just start with, what are you drinking? What are you drinking? What are we drinking? I'm drinking a little Reka vodka. Yes. From Iceland. From Iceland, straight from Iceland. Uh, handcrafted, in fact. On a scale of one to ten, ten being the smoothest, how smooth is it? It's quite smooth. Okay, so we're thinking like nine, ten? No, like an eight. Oh, like, that's still because It's high. pretty good for vodka, yeah. yeah it's yeah, yeah. still vodka. It's, yeah. yeah. It's yeah, it's, it's vodka. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's really good vodka. But this um, key lime uh, soda is delectable. It really? Tastes like fresh limes. Oh yes, yes. right off the tree. <laughs> <laughs> um, you drink the same thing, Kimberly. I have Reka too with my all-time favorite seltzer, Hal's Watermelon. Ooh, um, that's a good and choice. And honestly, just tastes like I'm drinking seltzer at this moment. So. Nice. Get ready. <laughs> um, Kevin and I are drinking Kona beer. Oh, so good. I love so Kona. Good. Um, cheers. Cheers. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Cheers. Here, here. What's your show cup? Ice, ice. Oh, I am drinking I out of forgot. the Great Comet of 1812. Oh. I mean, Natasha Pierre and the Great Comet of right. 1812. Right, please. The, we show just say the, the Comet show cup. Yeah. It's not the other one. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And what do you got, Kimberly? I obviously have Ruben and Clay's first annual Christmas Carol Family Fun Pageant Spectacular reunion show. Of course. Of course. Um, I mean, course. as you do. Yeah. It's a Broadway hit. Um, I poured my beer. You missed out on that one, Ben. I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I poured my beer into the Phantom of the Opera Cup because I, my beer needed a mask. And I'm drinking my beer out of If Then, a new musicale. Whoa. Guys, have you finished Ooh. the new Kimmy Schmidt season? I, oh, I just started it. Mm-mm. There's just running jokes about sliding doors the whole time. Really? I'm in. Oh, Which... and isn't friend of the show uh, James Monroe Eichelhart in it? Oh, yes. Did you he finish it? There. Yes, I okay. did, obviously. Also, the whole time she's writing but you, a book. But you, that's your life, so you, you knew the ending already. I know, so she's writing a book, and her author name is K.C. Schmidt, and every time it's on there, I'm just like, hey, it's me. Hey, it's me. Her, and Jay kept forgetting, because he forgets that my middle name is now my maiden name. Right, and her, and name, my, her name is Cougar, right? Yes, her middle name is Cougar. Yeah. My maiden name is Cooper. So she's Kimberly Cooper Schmidt. And on the show, she's Kimberly Cougar Schmidt. So, oh my God. We think I have a stalker. Well, when she said, <laughs> I was cut. And it's Tina Fey? <laughs> Listen, girl has high standards. Yeah, I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do. Open invitation to Tina to solve this controversy here on Broadway. <laughs> <laughs> I got so many texts when she said her middle name. I, she, like, I cut my finger. Was I like, was cutting garlic. And I, I was cutting garlic while watching it, and I heard the name, I looked, and I, I, cut, I cut into my finger. Oh, God. Yeah. With the garlic into it? Because that would hurt. Ooh, no, 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 no. Okay. I just like missed the garlic, and I was like, oh, this looks garlicky. <laughs> <laughs> um, like you do. Yeah, of course. Um, but all, let's also go into, what have you seen this week? What have you seen this week? Or recently? And what have you seen this week is actually brought to you by Goldstar. You can get cheap tickets on Goldstar. Great customer service. Go to goldstar.com backslash broadwasted. Hey, that's us. Have you w- seen anything, Ben? I saw King Kong last week. Oh. How was that? We've seen. Wonderful. I loved that freaking monkey, man. It's so cool, it's right? So it's so amazing. Yeah, and it we, really, yeah, it's something else. It's yeah. spectacular. Like, I mean, just dollar signs. Ryan and I, when yeah. we yeah. saw it, that that first moment when like the when she's like up in the air and like the puppets first entering, it's like legit exciting. Yeah, it was very scary. Like, yeah, it's yeah. like I was like I really like a into it. Ride. I agree. Totally. It was awesome. Because yeah. you could feel the, the bass rumbling like literally in your seat like anytime that the... Great sound package. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Oh, yeah. That's also a show where like the ensemble is like working it My from like Lord. the beginning to the end. Like it's just like, when and now we're doing the different dance style and you're just going to dance your face off just and then cross the stage and dance your face off again. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I was so impressed with the dancing. So you think you can dance just all the way. next level. Yeah. yeah. So good. Uh, Brian and I got to see a show. Stage. Yes, we did. We saw Fake East. <laughs> Just kidding. We saw True West. Oh, no. <laughs> I hate I'll leave you. now. I'll leave now. Um, yeah, we got to see True West, uh, the revival of the Sam Shepard play. And you had never experienced it before. Correct. I, I had never heard of it. I called really? my brother and told yeah. my brother I was seeing a new Sam Shepard play. <laughs> and he goes, um, that's impossible because he's dead. <laughs> and I was like, oh, right, great. Um, so we, I didn't know much about it. Um, <laughs> clearly. <laughs> clearly. Not. I didn't see it, so um, no. <laughs> and I have to be honest, I went into it thinking... Oh, look, movie stars in a play. Let's see how this goes. Um, Ethan Hawke, like, blew my mind. Not only was he, like, living in reality in the text in the moment, but, like, I found myself, like, breathing when he was breathing, like, audibly gasping when he was, like, 
affected. Like it was just his his performance gets into your skin. Wow. And it was so amazing to watch. And the play is so effective even now. And like the themes that they're not they're not hitting over the head with the themes that the play has woven into it. So when you walk out and you have a conversation about it, everything kind of settles and you're just like, oh, wow. And when you see a Sam Shepard play, you're expecting to see like two dudes sit and talk for two hours. And so like that yeah. definitely comes into play a lot. Uh -huh. But um, it's just like, if you really let yourself follow where that conversation leads and like really think about the ramifications of what not only is happening to those characters, but like the commentary they're saying about society and how men act and how they... Uh, carry themselves in, in public and out of public. Uh, in private, I think, is it's just so good. It was just really a lovely production, and I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it's at Studio... Um, no, it's at American Airlines Theater. Um, it's roundabout, so it's a limited production, so uh, definitely worth your time if yeah, you're around. Yeah, check it out. Yeah. Might I say, the bar at the American Airlines is one of my favorite theatrical bars. Why? <laughs> it's just like, it's up a little bit, sure. and it just feels... It feels more like a real bar than most theater bars that are sure. like stuck in the back because it's been renovated. We should and do there are chairs a, and stuff up there. We should do go a for the show, of the stay for the bar. <laughs> yes. We should do a ranking of the bars at some point. Oh, we should. Oh yeah, the August Wilson obviously comes into play. Yes, definitely. It has a huge bar. Tremendous. The Hudson Bar is gorgeous. You can bring glassware. Yes, very Ooh. exciting. And the frozen yes. rose nice picked spe specifically by Patty Murin oh. over at the St. James. Yes. <laughs> oh yes. And again, this segment was brought to you by Gold. Star. Thank you so much. You can get cheap tickets on Goldstar. Go to goldstar.com backslash broadwaste. Hey, that's us. Can we ask you some questions? Yeah. Okay. Sure. What's your favorite musical? Um, oh boy. Oh, you shuddered. Yeah, that because was a hard hitter. It's such in the a hard question. It yeah. gives me agita yeah. to try and think about. It means my that you hate musical. all the other ones when you say you're Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, what's your no. favorite today? <laughs> um, today. Oh, that's a great way yeah. to do that. Um, I've been, uh, a, a, an old standard of mine is, um, into the Woods. Sure. Mm -hmm. Love it. Also, Sunday in the Park with George. Yes. Mm -hmm. They're like on par for me. I just think they're, they like make me weep and they're, they're amazing. Mm -hmm. And also Floyd Collins. Yes. So good. Don't sleep on Floyd Collins. I was listening to it a couple days ago. Oh my God. Yeah. So I've never listened all the way through it and it's Jay's favorite. I have the it's album. So do you guys good. have the album? Yeah, I do. I'm sure yeah. we do. Yeah. yeah. And so I think at one point Jay's gonna like sit me down with a bottle of wine and just listen through Floyd oh Collins with me. Oh. And I was like, Wait, have okay, you, we'll cry. Have at you each covered other. how glory goes at like some Not event or something? Like publicly. Okay. Just in my own shower. Yeah. Right. <laughs> my own performance venue. Did you see it at Ithaca College? I did see it at Ithaca College and it wrecked me. It was fantastic. It was the sure. favorite, my favorite thing I've seen at Ithaca College, including the things that I was in. So What were you in in Ithaca? Oh boy, let's see. I was in Chicago, the musical for sure. um, Re Roxy. I was rock. No, I was not. <laughs> <laughs> um, you really gotta kick my face there. No, I played. Okay, I played the MC, and they send you to get your haircuts like right before tech starts, and they usually give you a. They send you to get haircuts. Yeah, they're like if you need a haircut, and if they're, they're not like wigging you. For, yeah, for um for like uh for time period. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So oh. so they sent me with like a reference picture of like some soldier from the. 30s or something like that. Sure. And which was basically like a guy and in a, a nice buzz cut. Yeah, right. Uh, I mean, maybe. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, maybe they like gave you 20 bucks toward it or something. But then they charge I, you an extra 200 intuition. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. They give you that half a credit hour. Uh, uh, uh. No, so, and I went to the barber shop and I like, it was probably the end of a long rehearsal day. I wasn't really paying attention. The guy, to my memory, faced me away from the mirror. Like That's always scary style. when they do that. Yeah, I'm like, I need to see exactly like what's going on. Like makeover week at Top Model. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> For the slow reveal. So and he takes the shears, and like they're like very high power shears with like a, I didn't see which setting he put them on, and he just lays into my head, and he turns me around, like very slow reveal, and my hair is gone. Like no hair. My hair is so tight to my head. I've never had a haircut like this. And I wept. Did you? You cried I, over your hair? I cried. I was Is like, that what they wanted? What was your picture of? The picture was similar, but it had more of a taper to it. Sure. Anyway, all this to say, I was the MC in Chicago, and I would, like went crawling back to the theater department being like, I ruined this show. The show is about me, and I don't have a right haircut. And, <laughs> and like, I have to ask them for a hat. Maybe they're going to have to, you know, the designer's going to have to come up with something. And it was the first time you wore a Newsies cap. <laughs> <laughs> and then the rest is history. No, exactly. Uh, so, yeah, all that to say, I did Chicago. I did uh, Metamorphoses. Ooh. Mary Zimmerman's yeah. Metamorphoses. Was there a pool on there stage? There was a freaking 
pool on yes! stage. Yes. You can't and do that show without a pool. I mean, you can't. Right. You I mean, can. It, was, it is not a good production. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. It was crazy. Um, there was a leak in the basement because of the pool on yes. stage. Yes, and um, I did uh, my freshman year, I did ooh, Midsummer Night's Dream, ooh. and I did A New Brain. Oh, yeah, for sure. I love A New Such Brain. Such a good show. Yeah. Uh, my favorites. Good choices. Cool. Yeah, thank you so much. But, well but my favorite production was um, Floyd Collins because it was it was just so heartbreaking and I guess we're not going to see the production again, but they did this thing when he, spoiler alert, dies. He, like, goes to, he-, he sings this song about um, dying and, like, he's got all these questions, you know, like, is it <laughs> is it warm? Like, was my mother going to be there? All this, like, really heartbreaking stuff. Oh. And he, like, gets up from where he's been sitting the whole show. He's, like, trapped in a cave the whole show. And he gets up from where he's been sitting and they, all of a sudden, the floor is like these wooden slats. And all of a sudden there's like this glorious light come (gasps) beaming through the wooden slats as he walks into the abyss. And I like lost it. It was... Yes, lighting designers. Yeah, right. (laughs) Right. Was that while you were there or was that after you left? That was after I left. But you guys went back to see it? I didn't. Jay did. Maybe. We need to put Floyd Collins back into the the musical theater zeitgeist. (laughs) Right. I agree. Yeah. Also just like... Get on more Adam Gettle stuff. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. A yeah. thousand percent. Yeah. yeah, right? We need some... Like, we need there's a Piazza revival. <laughs> oh my God, a Piazza oh. revival. Uh, a Piazza revival. A Floyd yeah. Collins revival. Yeah. Just a concert of Myths and Hymns somewhere. Oh yeah. Sure. In between, oh my God, it's you can so do, good. You can, you can see one of the shows in the matinee. You go, go to, to a... 54 bo- yeah. Oh, you're right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 <laughs> Wait, at Roundabout. So you do... Yeah. Um, Off-Broadway, you do, you do uh, Floyd Collins. No, no, no. no? You do Floyd Collins at the American Airlines. Oh, right. babe. You go up to the bar for a cabaret. <laughs> right. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do they change the stage and then you go back in and, and, and what? Yeah. yeah, I love it's it. It's in rep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Daily rep. Yeah, <laughs> oh and God. it's like, get this sounds financially feasible. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a stripped down production. <laughs> <laughs> Same but set. missing him. Yeah. Full budget. <laughs> um, <laughs> do you have a favorite experience seeing a show? Um. Oh, God, this is so, so lame, I think. Well, no, it's not. But I saw that Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, yeah. and I had a really wonderful experience because I'm a Harry Potter fan and because I just thought it was astounding what was happening in front of me on the stage. Sure. Like, n- not only the the magical world, but, like, I just thought the themes in that show were so stage-worthy, you know, mm-hmm. like, um, what it's like, you know, what it is to have friends or to lose friends or to lose loved ones or to gain loved ones, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So um, that's in recent memory, I guess, what I... And so, the Floyd Collins, of course. Right. My, my obvious follow-up question is, what house are you? I mean, <laughs> I don't want to say... I mean, maybe I'm a Gryffindor. I don't know. I, I don't want to brag or anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't know. Uh I haven't thought too much about it. Have I you think taken the quiz? I haven't. The okay. Pottermore quiz? Yeah, yeah, I think it's wrong, but... What are you? Yeah, because I checked the Pottermore well, quiz and they didn't Ravenclaw. agree. No. no, you're she's not a Slytherin. She's a Slytherin. Slytherin. Yeah, she's so, bad. So, what would the sorting have put you in at, like, 11 years old? Not necessarily what you that are now. Oh, at 11. Question. Yeah. Because right. right. that's when you'd be going to Sweet Sweet Hoggy. What is, what is like, the difference between... <laughs> gross. <laughs> gross. So like oh, Gryffindor is like saying Hogwarts is less gross. Yes, yes. <laughs> sweet. that's what it was like. Sweet, sweet Hogwarts. Yeah, that's where it was. It was the double sweet that just made me grossed out. Good. Um, so Gryffindor basically means you're like a popular brave. cool kid who's smart or and brave. Uh, Ravenclaw kids are like the smart nerd kids. Uh, the Hufflepuffs are just like the kid that will give you a hug and like likes plants and shit. No. Mm. And then, like, <laughs> the Slytherin kids are the ones who will, like, trip you and be mean, but, like, they might not be bad, but they probably are. Right, They just right. have a lot of ambition. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, sometimes you make difficult decisions getting to what you want yeah. when you're 11. Killing people happens when you're 11. Look. <laughs> yeah. Man, that's so, a tough one. From when I was 11, I was probably a nerd. So I was probably a Ravenclaw. Uh-huh. All right. Okay. Ravenclaw, Hufflepuff, mix. Yeah, like a Ravenclaw, Hufflepuff rising. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, right, exactly, yes. Sure, sure. Um, Do you remember your first Broadway show? It was Anna Get Your Gun, starring Reba McIntyre. Yes! Yes! Not even even that Miss Bernadette by this much. Oh, but Um, you got Reba! But I got Reba, and it was miraculous. And I remember there was like a bunch of kids in Anna Get Your Gun, and I remember... Oh, yeah. I was... was, uh, 
I was like, must have been 12 or something. And I sure. remember thinking like... Put me in, coach. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just leaping out of the mezzanine. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, I can do anything better than that kid. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you got real. You're real the stage epic. door. You yeah. just like knock a kid over. Yeah, everyone's yeah. waiting for autographs. I'm sitting there, yeah. arm crossed. No, you Ready to show girls <laughs> your yeah. way into yeah. that show. Exactly. exactly. Um, Again, I implore you to watch the latest episodes of Kimmy Schmidt. Okay. Because... Same sure. thing happens. Do they refer to showgirls? No, but there is an impulse to jump on stage during a Broadway show. Great. Um, everyone should refer to showgirls. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, before we talk newsies and beautiful, oh, let's yeah. uh, let's play a game. Ooh, well, let's okay. do it. Great. Um, let's play the normal one first. Okay. okay. We'll, we'll the get there one? to the yeah. <laughs> the brainy one. Okay. <laughs> that will be more fun. What a game master, am I right? Ooh. Ooh. Oh, thanks. It's a callback. Um, <laughs> to every episode? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I have a game of plot points in my hand. Awesome. Um, plot points is when you take the plot of something and you sing it to the tune of something else, and then we have to guess what song you're singing and what plot you're giving us. Okay. So today, I have some typical tenor musical theater songs oh, that you may have heard a million times. Great. <laughs> and I have um, 90s kids shows. Love it. Okay. Love it. Great. Uh, Kevin, want to go first? Sure. Okay. If I, was, I mean, I wasn't really alive in the 90s, so like... Oh, you're so uh-huh. young. Uh-huh. I'm so young and hot. Oh, bells, like, yes. Ring in if you know. Okay. We are school kids, and we all have a break where we go outside and play together. Okay, it's recess and yes. one song glory. Yes. Putting <laughs> <laughs> it together. Oh my god. All right, I'll go. I almost did my Roger impression, but I thought it would make it really hard to Oh, understand. I would, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but do it now. Oh, he's, what song? <laughs> Can you just have to like crazy. Glory but... as Mandy Patinkin? <laughs> oh my word. One song. Glory, one song before I go. Glory. All right. That is really good. It's so good. It's, it's so just good. you do your falsetto, but you add an extra like shake of the head. Yes, you do. <laughs> ready? Right. I'm ready. Yeah. Because I'm young in the Philadelphia suburbs. Yes, I'm young in the Philly suburbs. It's Lost in the Wilderness. Yes. Oh. Bells. Bells. Lost in the Wilderness. Yeah. And um, Young in the Prince Phillies. of Bell. No, no. No, you could say, no. yeah, you say whatever you want. that's wrong. That's wrong. That's wrong. Yeah. That's wrong. Um, Philly. Philly suburbs. Yeah. Yeah. And my. I don't think a lot of people know that that takes place in Oh, Philly. maybe. Yeah, sure. But um, I know what it is. But I wrote it down, so I won't guess. Fair, fair. Um, because I'm young and my next door neighbor is my teacher who I love so much. Oh, my God. Boy Meets World? Yes, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> Feeny. Mr. Feeny. I'll never forget when Mr. Feeney walked out on them in the classroom. That was like the most epic oh, episode ever. He's like, no, this time I'm walking out on you. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah. God, he hates him. Yeah. Feeney! I still have nightmares about the Halloween episode where Feeney well, got stabbed yes. in the back yes. of yes. oh. Those big kind of creepy scissors, I like, can't touch. Totally. That's some sheer madness stuff oh, right there. Yeah. Eric's so hot. Okay, moving <laughs> on. I mean, you're right. He was yeah. really attractive. My date with the president's daughter, come on. Yes, please. With Alice from Alice in Wonderland. The Adventures in Wonderland. Well, let's see. Okay. Got my sister and my best friend, Beans. And I'm causing a muck with my silly pranks. So it's all I need is the girl. Oh, my God. It's, it's, it's um, it's... Bells! It's, oh, all I need is the girl. Damn it. And the show is uh, Even Stevens? That's right. Yes. Yes. Beans. The it was Beans. I would not have remembered his name. And that, that, was, that was an Even Stevens... Deep Do you crack. remember yeah, when beans. he was sweet and innocent and we all still liked him? I you still like video him. of him like trying to psych you up. Yes. Oh, yeah. and being like, yes. Just do it. Do you remember yes. when he did a live stream of him watching his entire filmography? Yes. I watched it multiple times yes. for long periods of time. No. Yes. No. And he had a schedule. Like if you tune in at this time, he'll be watching Transformers 2. What about Charlie's Angels 3? No, he did what? all of them. Charlie's Angels Full Throttle? That's the Wasn't second he in one. That one? Oh, okay. Oh. Sorry. Oh, that's why I get confused. Are <laughs> <laughs> there three? Oh, they're making Maybe. another one right now. Oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> He's probably still in it. Yeah. Cool. Probably not. Um, <laughs> holes. I just wanted to say holes because yes, I love that. A, yep. A real girl and her cartoon go to middle school. With their friends in the movie, they go to Italy. She's mistaken it's, for a pop star, and 
I know the show, but I don't know the song. I don't either. Then you can name one. Da. Lizzie McGuire. Yes. Da da. Oh, my guy. Yes. Yeah. Yes. One more. Oh, so good. That's the same song I had before. You picked your same one. Oh, right. Yeah. Everyone here is animals. Most of them all are ducks. Uh, <laughs> we fly in planes, and that's the so thing we like to do. It's oh wait, no, they don't fly in planes. That's the wrong show, right? What? I know. Well, the song. it's it's um, uh, corner of the sky. Yes, but like tailspin, duck. That's what I thought. It's that one. Oh. <laughs> I think I described tailspin, but it was actually duck. You did. You're like they're ducks and they fly. Because at like, first I was like he's a superhero, and then I was like no, that's what was the superhero duck. Darkwing, Darkwing, Darkwing Dark Duck. Duck. Okay. I have, Ooh. I have Ooh. a, I have a poster from Comic Con in my room. It's the Obama Hope poster, yeah. but it, it's Darkwing Duck and it says "dangerous" in the bottom. <laughs> You're a nerd. Yeah. Do you, you know all the Ducktales lyrics? Bum, 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 I don't know. Bum, I just know that Jay knows them all, bum, bum, and I have a secret. I've never seen Ducktales. What? Woohoo! <laughs> Great. We're in the. You've together. never seen Ducktales? I haven't. Really? I missed that one. The new one's actually very good. We're the same age, right? Life is oh, wait, did like you have a Disney Channel as a kid? Because that could affect it. Yeah, me too. Duck oh, wait, is, is he your... Race your, cars, lasers, mm. airplanes. You're a little young. You're a little duck young. Duck blur. Cool. Um, Thank you for saying that. You're welcome. <laughs> that was in the background. That was just yeah, that. Yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and that was Pop Points? That's yeah. Pop Points. That was yeah. so yeah. good. Yeah. Wow. Thank you. So let's talk to us about some newsies, if you don't mind. Please. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Um, so you originated the role of Davy, which is like crazy, crazy, um, crazy Davy. Do, do you remember crazy Davy? That's what everyone called him. <laughs> <laughs> so looking back on it now, you've, you did the show. Were you in the full run? The full run, start you, to finish. So out of town. you did the, the wow, that's amazing. You did the full run, then you did the Netflix special. That's right. Um, oh yeah. Talk about like after all of that and the the madness and the whirlwind of the of a experience it probably was. Do you remember the audition process and like yeah. leading up to it? Yeah. Because that was your Broadway debut. My Broadway debut. <clears throat> well, first of all, I was auditioning for a production in Paper Mill, like a regional production that wasn't going to Broadway. That I, They were developing, developing it for licensing. So yeah. they were just trying to put together a, a production that would be viable to send out to all these schools because there was this untapped market because, you know, people were doing illegal productions of it. Yeah, and, and ki- if kids want anything, it's musicals about unions. Of course. Yeah, exactly. No, people, um, yeah, exactly. So, no, okay, I'll tell you about my audition process yeah. uh, because it was ridiculous. I was the last person cast, I found out after. My audition, I had two auditions, which is like, that never happens. Usually right. you have to go through Wait, a barbaric. two total? Two total. What? Wait, yeah, two total. Wow. It's usually like our barbaric number, like yeah. six, or right. like over months and years. Yeah. yeah. Um, Spring Awakening, I didn't, I auditioned for like three years before I got cast in that show. Damn. Like, uh, off and on. But that one, so uh, I had just graduated. I um, I was able to get an audition because I, I had an audition, I think, for um, the Adams Family National Tour, sure. which I wasn't, it was cast by the same casting director. I wasn't right for that, and that's why I got in to go for Newsies. I wasn't able to get in any other way. Yeah. Um, I had one audition. They asked me to come back a f- couple hours later and dance. I was in a small group of like actor dancers, like movers, which right. was really lucky for me. <laughs> I would not ha- survive. You didn't have to do the Newsies leap. My God, can you imagine? <laughs> Those boys I, were insane. It been a different did you ever, like, story. Try and join them. Yeah, I did, and then I hurt myself. <laughs> I did. I like didn't do any dancing in the paper mill, and between paper mill and Broadway, mm-hmm. I went to Chris Catelli like in rehearsals for Broadway, and I was like, I've been working on this eight count. Please let me join this eight count in the dance break of Seize the Day, and he put me like in the back left corner. <laughs> but so, you did it. But I did it. It's <laughs> just week. God bless it. Yeah. Um, so then, yeah, I had one audition, and then I danced, and then they called me, like, at, I remember it being, like, bizarrely late, like, 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock, being like, can you come back tomorrow morning at 10, probably, like, first thing. Sure. And I was like, yeah. So then I did it, and 
Jeremy was in the room reading with me. Who? And Jeremy Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Heard of her? And no, no, I, I remember thinking. Tony losing actor. Tony losing actor. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. That's right. Uh-huh. And <laughs> I, uh, I remember thinking. Like, oh, Jeremy works at Telsey as a reader. This is brilliant. I've, I've got to get myself a side job as a reader. Not like... <laughs> <laughs> so you're in the audition being like, I might get a side job out of this. Yeah. My just friend from college ahead. is a reader. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh my God. And I just didn't put together or even like think that he was Jack Kelly and we were doing a chemistry read. I was just sure. like... Oh, they just, they, they need, readers are really good actors, so they need really good actors, <laughs> and that's, and so, um, I, you know what I mean, I, so I had my audition, I think there were like two or, two guy, two other guys there for it, um, I had my audition, like the room, you know, there was Harvey Firestein and Alan Menken, and Tom Schumacher, and everyone you can imagine, like a big scary wow, room. Yeah, yeah. Okay, not scary at all. Yeah, <laughs> and Jeremy was, the Reader. And Jeremy the Reader. Yeah. Jeremy the Reader, Jordan. I'm going to call him that from now on now. <laughs> Jeremy the Reader, Jordan. And then, um, I remember it was at the old Telsey, uh, office, so they were having an audition when they were doing Rent off-Broadway, next sure. door. So I did my audition, I went out of the... Um, studio, I did like a step pivot and signed myself up for the rent EPA because oh I was like, we're trying to get jobs here. We're so right I here. waited in line for like an extra hour and then like <laughs> saying 16 bars for the yes. rent thing. And then, um, and then I got a call a couple hours later that I got it. Right. Oh, wow. So, yeah. That's it was rent, like, right? like, it was their, like 11th hour poll. Like that casting director was just like, we found it. It's we, here. It okay. a, right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's it, awesome. Yeah. It made all my other auditionings after that just terrible. Like you're like, another audition? Five auditions? Really? Later? <laughs> yeah, really? Okay. Which is in two days. <laughs> exactly. So, so you go through all of that and, and it's an incredible run. And then you get the call to do the Netflix special. What was filming that like? Um, really crazy. Really crazy because we d- we shot the whole thing in a week and... We hadn't um, done it in years. I hadn't done it in years and maybe like a year, maybe years. Okay. And um, I, it was so funny because it just kept, it came back to me like riding a bike. You know, at first yeah. I was looking at the script because mm. I, I was doing Beautiful at the time so I'm playing like this adult man, yeah. you know, and like looking at <laughs> Newsies like going like, oh, my, my, my dad's, you know, injured or whatever his lines are. And then so I'm looking at the script going like, okay, I, I sort of remember this, but with total fresh eyes yeah. and going, you know what, maybe I'm not going to do this this time. Maybe I'll do something else. And then um, I get there and the show, the tour is doing eight shows a week at night and they're rehearsing me in like by myself in a studio during the day. So I'm like rehearsing, rehearsing with the dance captain and like maybe another guy. And it's definitely, I remember the first day Jeremy flew in. And you were like, oh, he's reading for me again? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. He's no, that we, good of a reader. They fly him They places. fly him everywhere. <laughs> so yeah, and I remember. Gotta get that side hustle. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey. No business like show business. Yeah. Right? And, uh. Yeah, you know, we just we started rehearsing it, and I remember we were doing one of the scenes with our scripts in our hands, and there was like a moment w- when we just started getting into it, and just we didn't have to look at our scripts anymore, and it just kind of like blossomed back to life. So and cool. then it was really cool. The shooting of it was really hard because we would shoot this like you know like a ten minute musical segment complete with like costume changes and set changes, and people just like dancing their faces off and singing their butts off, and then we would like cut and reset and do that like eight times in a row. <gasps> So, <clears throat> it really it looks was, like they just shot a single performance. So, well, we kudos did. Kudos to the editors. Yes, yeah. yes. We did do, in all fairness, we did do a single performance, and a lot of that footage is from the single performance. Sure. However, we didn't have a run through before the one single performance. Oh, you know what I mean? We were like rehearsing and putting things together. Like, for example, there were some shots where like the camera's on stage. So yeah. like we didn't do that in the run through right. because we had to like re fully reblock and move furniture and stuff yeah. like that for that for those close ups, which I'm really glad because those close ups I think like make the storytelling like a whole new thing. It's so cool. Uh, but for the live show, yeah, we didn't do a run through or anything. We just it was like a wing and a prayer. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the audience was so great and supportive and high energy. Was your eight count still in it? Did you get to dance your eight count? I decided to take a moment away from that. Oh, okay. For the film, like, let the real professionals do it. Here's the real question: On the national tour, did Davey do the eight count? I don't. Or did he sit it out? No, like, Tino Shade. Like, I, I don't think so. So sorry to anyone who played Davey if you did do the eight count, but I don't think I remember just seeing you overachieving. Yeah, there was like you know there was a like moment once you did it, they were like we just can't have another Davey do that. Yeah, like, they're like it's he just, left it's his mark too on good. it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's too bad. Right. Yeah. 
No, but there you see the moment where like Davy and Jack are like front and center leading the strike, and then they r- quickly run off to oh, either side of the stage. Oh, it's my favorite thing to watch. And then the yeah. real dancers come forward. <laughs> and, and it's like <laughs> so good. Yeah. It's my favorite thing to watch in like old musicals. And I was just like, oh, it's like a dancing chorus and a singing chorus. Yeah, exactly. And when you watch the Netflix thing, you're like, oh, look, Jeremy clicked his heels. Oh, wait, that kid clicked his heels 12 times. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Um, So moving on from that, we'll talk for Beautiful for a second, because then we're actually going to take you somewhere. Yeah. Um, But... so on, but you went on tour with Beautiful. How long were you on tour? I was on tour for two years. What is that like? Two years... I saw you in Philadelphia. When was that in That's the right. run? That's right. That was in the, probably like the middle of the first year. Oh, okay. So. You're great. S- thank you so much. There was so a very s- loud phone ringing next to me the whole time. Not surprised. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was going to say there was a very loud grandmother singing next to me. Both. Which is, which tends yeah, to happen to be They were behind a gentleman next to me. His phone kept ringing. And then his wife finally went, just leave. <laughs> just leave. Get out. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. What, yeah, um, Philly's great city. What was that like for two whole years bringing that to city to city to city and just not having a home base. Yeah, um, the obviously the biggest challenge was what you just said. Um, but I love touring because of what you just said. I love bringing Broadway to um, middle America. I loved my time in Beautiful because people really love Carole King. It is mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. Um, she's amazing and especially like the baby boomers they would like take me by the face or the shoulders after the show and be like, you don't understand. This is my music. And I would hear that from just hundreds of people. (laughs) Like, this is my music. And so that was really special to feel like I was part of a show that was connecting people so deeply Mm -hmm. um, uh, while still being a musical comedy and not like this, you know, like heavy show. Yeah, yeah. Um, And singing great music. Um, And, but yeah, two years is a really long time and we, we were doing great. So we didn't have layoffs or you know i'd had uh, you know a a week of vacation every six months oh cool so it was pretty brutal in that sense Mm -hmm. however the first year we did we got to sit down in chicago for three months oh um la for six weeks you know philly we were probably there for two or three weeks so so, yeah so it didn't feel like that sort of hustle you know like every other night you're in a different city so you could city. still like sign up for a rent EPA if you needed to you got it <laughs> boy did I yeah and they could fly you in to read for anybody right, that's right. Right. I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. did a lot Perfect. of that while I was on the road just to earn extra money yeah and um, no but I yeah I love being on the road I love traveling and getting the zeitgeist of a different yeah. city and um, I loved it but it was you're, you know it was bizarre to be away for so long did you, know, you get to play in Cleveland I did for three weeks. That's probably really awesome. It was awesome. And Cleveland's my, home for you, right? Yep. I'm yeah. from Cleveland, and my choir teacher came. Oh, I was going to say, like, teachers and, and stuff. That's probably oh, awesome. Oh, my God. It was... It was and I lived... the woodworks. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I took my whole cast on a day off. I rented out this school bus that had been gutted and made into, like, a limousine, kind of. And I t- took everyone who was... St- I was staying at home in the suburbs. Everyone was staying at a hotel downtown and I took everyone on the bus to the suburbs catered in barbecue and had like yes. showed them like a little piece of Cleveland. Like, it was, that's awesome. It was a highlight. Oh, that's for sure. so cool. So cool. Yeah. Well, you got on that, you got put your co, uh, stars on that bus to go to the suburbs, but we're going to take you somewhere else. We are. Oh boy. Yeah. You ready? Yeah. Tuesdays in the corner with Kevin. It's Kevin's corner. Welcome to Kevin's corner, Ben, where I have, Three highly researched questions that start out with uh, the research I did about you on the website famousbirthdays.com. <laughs> so okay. we'll, we'll see what, where, what we come up with and what you have to say about these things. Great. <clears throat> so according to the website famousbirthdays.com, <laughs> one of your first roles as an actor was in the makeshift production of Newsies as Crutchy, when you were a child in a theater daycare. I love makeshift. That's what it said. It said makeshift. And yeah. then the website actually says that you're connected to Andrew Keen Bulger because you played the same role. We are connected. <laughs> that, that is how we are connected, yeah. It didn't it, say because no they were ways. in a Broadway yeah. show together. It yeah. just said because you Not shared the role of Not friends, went to yeah, his wedding. None of that. But, yeah. but just that. Yeah. Uh, so you did it in a theater day camp. Was that in Cleveland? That was in Cleveland at Stagecrafters Day Camp. Um, I was in... Pr- fifth grade or something maybe. I had, again, a buzz cut. Yes. Ooh, the buzz cuts come back to haunt me. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, All your best roles, yeah. buzz cut. Right, exactly. And um, it was like a, it was, um, 
what's it called when you take dictation? Dic- you know, it was like dictated straight from the movie. Yep. Sure. And there were like there was like Jack Kelly and his like six best friends who like sp- sort of like spoke all his dialogue yep. with him, so right. that you can give every kid a get chance. a group. Yep. Um, it was like probably like, I was crutchy and maybe had like two friends. You know, that, like, <laughs> two other out. like yeah. crutchy <laughs> friends. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I love the device of using. Like third person, like if if you have like Ariel in a mm-hmm. in a makeshift production and yep. her two friends, yep. One of them's like up where she walks, up, up where, where she, she runs, runs. <laughs> and then Ariel's like up where I stay. <laughs> <laughs> I love that device. <laughs> I want to do that to every solo ever. Ever. <laughs> Just to create it for three. Right. Right. We used to do it in Newsies for Jack Kelly's bow. It'd be like, da, 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 which is Santa Fe. Right. And we'd all under our breath go, Santa Fe, his old friend. He can't spend his whole life dreaming. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so many Newsies-isms. Uh, so Cape Cope, Camp Cope are an Australian alternative rock trio consisting of singer and guitarist Georgia Mac McDonald, bassist Kelly Don Kelso Helmrich, and drummer Sarah Tomo Thompson. That's just cool. a thing. Um, okay, that was sure. the end of the sentence. Uh, Emma, <laughs> Emma Thompson is a British actress, screenwriter, activist, author, and comedian known for her portrayals of enigmatic women, often in period drama and literary adaptations, and for playing matronly characters with a sense of wit. Sure. Of course. Nanny McPhee. Right. Of course. <laughs> A wit group in mathematics is an uh, Abelian group whose elements are represented by symmetric bilinear forms over the field. As you know, an Abelian group uh, is an, an abstract algebra is a group in which the result of applying the group operation to two d- different group elements does not depend on the order in which they are written. That is, there are groups that obey. They are groups that obey the axiom of commutativity. Uh-huh. So my question is. What is your favorite, your current favorite music to bop to on the subway during your NYC commutes? <laughs> um, <laughs> hmm. let me think here. Um, to travel across the field? Yes. Where that came from? I, okay. I have been enjoying the new Ariana Grande. James, okay. Oh, yeah. From Thank You Next to The Seven Rings. She's real I, good. Yeah. Um, I also enjoy uh, my fair share of gospel music. Bizarrely, okay. I think you say My Fair Lady. Love My Fair Lady, one of my favorite bops. Yeah, <laughs> get me to the church on time. And um, yeah, so that's kind of what I listen to on the subway. Nice, not really religious. Is that where you learned like, like your riffing style? I do think. I do think from like gospel music and yeah. stuff like that. Just soulful. It's you know, it's got a lot. It's got some similarities with musical theater. You know, like the mm-hmm. belting to the high heavens. There's like. Beautiful vocal texture, like a nice vibrato in it. Yeah. Like beautiful harmonies, exciting arrangements. Totally. A lot of similar similarities there. All about what it. What was all that math business? I don't know. We just got lost <laughs> in a weird Wikipedia hole for a bit. I was like, what does like, that mean? And I kept clicking on things, and I was like, I don't know what that means, but I'm going to write it down. <laughs> so Very convincing. Yeah. So here's question. Like you knew. I sound like I know, right? <laughs> so oh, here's yeah. question two. According to the website famousbirthdays.com, <laughs> you are the f- number 14. On the list of popular celebrities born in Switzerland, since you were originally born in Zurich. Can you imagine? Number 14. <laughs> you are currently behind number one, Cat Graham from Vampire Diaries. Number two, tennis star Roger Federer. Uh-huh. A long list of YouTube Instagram. And then Graham? Yeah. That's crazy. That's, and then a long crazy. list of YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok stars. Sure. Okay. I have so many, keep going. I have so many follow questions. Right. <laughs> TikTok Bitches is the first episode of the seventh season of the freeform mystery drama television series Pretty Little Liars, in which the the liars and company find themselves caught by a trap set by A, who kidnapped Hannah and and held her captive, while Mary begins to settle into Rosewood, and Elliot continues to attempt to keep Allison trapped inside the psychiatric hospital. Of course. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. What a season. ER was (laughs) crazy, right? ER was a medical television drama set in a hospital that had lots of actors on the show. Actors sometimes, if they're great and lucky, win Academy Awards. So my question is, which Broadway stars would you cast in these Academy Award winning roles if the movies were being adapted into Broadway musicals? Okay. I love ER. The first one is (laughs) Abraham Lincoln from Lincoln, who was originally Daniel Day-Lewis, who won in 2012. Ooh. So who would you cast as Lincoln? Maybe like a Norbert Leo Butts? Is that okay. Hmm. Short Lincoln. I'm down with that. Right. Isn't he short? Isn't he like famously short? Famously Lincoln is tall. famously tall. 
oh, famously tall. But yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> but we're, we're making a choice. And I'm loving um, it. Mm, I don't know. Yeah, Everyone okay, so is never... taller than Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> or you just use Norbert Leo Butts as a benchmark, and then you just cast a lot of short people with him. Sure. I'm down with that. Sure. Uh, the next one is Joy Newsom from Room, who is Brie Larson. Did you see the movie Room? So good. Just a, who's a, who's a badass woman. Um, a badass woman. But younger. Yes. Yes. Oh. Um, like your contemporary. It's about a woman who is uh, kidnapped and locked in a room and then gets out. Sure. Bottom line. Sure. I know a lot of badass bitches. Maybe like a Jen Colella. She's like kind of badass. Ooh. I would see Jen Colella in room. Yeah. I'll see you do anything. So I mean, I'm yeah, in. definitely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Maximus Decimus Meridius, the gladiator, Russell Crowe. <laughs> Maybe Jeremy Jordan, right? Jeremy the Reader Jordan? Totally or, yeah, I can see that. I'm down. <clears throat> I gotta I gotta have him come in and read first. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the last one is uh, Nina Sayers from Black Swan, the Natalie Portman part. Um, that would be a really good show on Broadway. Day. That could be dark as hell. I'd love it. And get like some like like center stage style like ballet dance. Oh, I'd be all over it. Maybe like one of the... Girls from Mean Girls, maybe like an Ashley Park or something, for, as like a. Oh, I am all about that. I love that. And that brings us to question three. <clears throat> oh boy. Okay. <clears throat> According to FamousBirthdays.com, <laughs> you are best known for your Broadway debut as Davy and Newsies, but you are also, and they capitalize also, <laughs> very popular by starring as Ernst in the first national tour of Spring Awakening. Spring Awakening. Spring Awakening. Spring <laughs> Awakening the Zodiac is a 2017 Canadian mystery drama film starring Shane West, known to Brian as Dr. Ray Barnett in the NBC medical drama ER. This is true. And known to me and Kimberly as the reformed Thank bad you. boy Lincoln Car- uh, Carter, Landon Carter, Landon in A Walk Carter. to Remember. Sorry, I can't read today. Uh-huh. Remember Everything is a song by American heavy metal band Five Finger Death Punch. Of course. That lead vocalist Ivan Moody wrote to talk about how he and his parents never agreed on anything and how his mother still disapproves of his career in music. Uh The music of the Lord of the Rings films was composed, orchestrated, conducted, and produced by Howard Shore. So my question is, when you're on the shore on a beach in a warm, amazing weather, what do you imagine as the perfect day at the beach? Great question, because I love the beach. Beach is the best. And I love perfect days. Right. Um... (laughs) I imagine it. You are shoreside, okay. Just a few feet from the water, sure. In a cabana, sure, 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 sure. <laughs> in a um, in a rustic cabana, okay. Um, rustic with a few so friends, maybe one or two. Okay, it's a quiet day. Got it. And uh, a host of um, staff and uh, entertainers that are. Playing beach games with us, me and my one friend. Right, I was gonna say you brought two <laughs> friends to a party. We're, we're playing with it, a like, full war staff. with a deck of cards. And they're like, <laughs> so you're like Daddy Warbucks and Annie. Got yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, and he's um, also have to shave his head. Right, it's perfect. Oh, yeah. And just tears. And, um, yeah, I think just hanging by on the shore all day, and then mid afternoon dip into the the icy waters. Okay. Soon to be made better by the warm sunshine. Totally. Yeah. That sounds like a good day. Right? Now, would you be at the actual ocean or would you be at like Lake Erie? Oh, no, Lake Erie. Yeah. I, when you said on the shore side, I was like, so Lake Erie. Yeah, Got Lake it. Erie, just rocks, <laughs> yep. just pebbles. It's um, like, this is so fun. Ow, 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 ow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And that has been Kevin's Corner. Yay. Congratulations. Thank you, And Kevin. now you're going to go home and look up FamousBirthdays.com and see what they said about <laughs> oh my you. my God, that is crazy. <laughs> That's the thing. You're you're on that, sh- on that thing. That's crazy. You don't. Famous. The I'll take if it, it makes honestly. you feel better, your picture's not included. That does make me feel better. Just your name <laughs> and random information about you, including your birthday, and that you have a brother. That Ooh, was like one of the facts about good. you is that you have a brother. Interesting. I couldn't figure out how to work it. I can neither confirm nor deny. Right. No. <laughs> um, so you're known, at least on YouTube and to many people, for your voice and uh, uh, your riffing. Um, do you have any advice for riffing? I mean... You said earlier that it, you think it maybe subconsciously or consciously comes from listening to all that gospel music. I guess my advice would be to listen to to that music, mm-hmm. um, all kinds of music: Motown, soul, R and B, gospel, um, all music that is like soulful in its nature. And um, also, I will say, 
like I'm so I'm Jewish. I grew up going to temple, and a lot of the prayers they sing in temple are kind of like melismatic. Oh yeah, in yeah. a way. Yeah. And so I wonder if there's like a little bit of that in there. Because like, there's a lot of weird like. They're like, like oh, shifts. yeah, yeah. Like, so, so like maybe I don't know. Half yeah. tones are like quarter tones, yeah. and like. Brian, so when do you have that too? Yeah. Ooh. Do you both Ooh. remember your bar mitzvah? Like, like it was yesterday. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't remember oh, the not actual. The, no, not, not the, the Torah. Oh, you don't have to actually. memorize oh, okay. it. No, you have to memorize it. But oh, just you, like yeah, with any kind of quick yeah. cramming. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's in and out in yeah. one ear. So out what I heard was, if you weren't on in, in theater, you'd be a cantor. That's correct. Yes, great. Yeah. If you could pick the next artist that they do like a Broadway sings of that you would like love to dive into, who would it be? Ooh. Um. Because we all heard you, Demi Lovato. You know, oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> Your skyscraper. That's so funny. Um, <laughs> did they do an Ariana Grande? I don't think they Maybe have. Maybe she's just been in my have. ears lately, but I bet that would be pretty good because she's getting to have like a catalog now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Plus you could run you could in do some 13. 13. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, I'll say, I'll stick with Ariana Grande. Cool. Okay. For now. For um, now. We'll get it. Okay. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, well, let's play a game. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Welcome to Historical Fiction the Musical. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. I love this already. I'm scared. Historical. So, yep. in uh, one pile, you'll pick a, um, probably a lesser known historical event. Okay. So, okay. what I want you to do is to pick one of those. We'll go one at a time. Okay. And you'll pick one of those, and that's something that you're going to need to musicalize. Of course. Um, sure. If you don't know what it is, I do have little fun facts on my phone, so I'll read you just a synopsis okay, great. of this. <clears throat> then, these are going to be televised musicals, original TV musicals. Great. A la the Newsies. Sure. Um, but you're going to need to pick what network it will be airing on from my other pile. Beautiful. Okay. Once okay. you have, so I'll read to you what your event is if mm -hmm. you don't know. Then you'll pick your network, and then just give me, you know, a basic creative team, how you might present the story to the world, and a lead okay. or two. Love it. Okay. Cool. Um, Brian, since you love it, do you want to go first? Yes. Okay. I So I obviously am really excited to tell the world about the story of Nellie Bly's trip around it. So Nellie Bly's trip around the world. Um, I would love to uh, learn to a little bit about Nellie. Yeah. Absolutely. So, in 1873, a French author named Jules Verne published Around the World in 80 Days. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and the journey was thought to be slightly, not thought to be impossible, but no one had ever tried it before. So, Nellie Bly was an investigative reporter, mm -hmm. and she decided to give it a whirl. Okay. Um, the New York World was her newspaper. Okay. And she set off at 9.40 a.m. on November 14th, 1889. Um, contrary to her editor's beliefs, she packed light. Extremely light, in fact, bringing along one pack the size of a modern-day carry-on. Is all she brought for 80 days. Wow. So, wow. good job. Um, so she traveled New York to London, and therefore around the world. But, someone from Cosmopolitan magazine, bet she didn't know they were around back then. Wow. I didn't, this is news to yes. me. Wow. Sent a reporter to race her in the opposite direction. While writing sex tips. I know. <laughs> right, right. A hundred things to please your man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and when she was in Japan, about halfway through, she met this guy at a bar that was like, oh, you're the one racing Nellie Bly. And she was like, I am Nellie Bly. And he was like, oh... Well, that other girl's gonna beat you. She left three days ago, and she had no idea that another reporter was trying to do it. Ooh, shit. And so, um, the other reporter got held up. Her like plane got delayed, or boat got delayed, or something. Mm -hmm. um, Stagecoach or whatever it was. She yes, was in, something right? got delayed like on the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah. And Nellie Bly won. Probably not a stagecoach wow. if it was on the Atlantic right. Ocean. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, 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 uh. So this is obviously being uh, done on the CW. Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So <laughs> both Nelly and the, so both. I'm just picturing the whole cast of Pretty Little Liars. That's why I was just picturing too. So both the world is 18. So <laughs> both Nelly and uh, Cosmo Lady are played very young. We call her Cosmonaut. Yeah, she's a cosmonaut. Okay, perfect. Um, yeah. And I I think that this would be super fun with like Matt Sklar and um, Chad Beglin doing Ooh. the music and cool. lyrics. Um, I think of like that. 
that like high energy like prom or wedding singer type of uh-huh. feel. Um, but maybe you get Bob Martin to help make it a little, little bit more old timey. Okay. Oh um, yeah. And so the prom, but to a different yeah. plot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The prom, but eighteen eighties world. Yeah. yeah, it's fine. And then I guess like to to make it more theatrical or like do choreography and things like that. Um, I think uh, you hire Aaron J. Albano in his uh, debut. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Because when I think of Aaron, I think of balloon trips around the world. Yep. Um, I mean, he he turned the century. Oh he he might have known Nelly Bly. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> oh, that Guys, is cold. Nice to him. So Nelly Bly's trip around the world, Hi, Grandpa, um, <laughs> starring the girls the of Pretty Little Liars on the CW. I love it. Great. Amazing. Wow. Okay. You're gonna uh, so do I go for it? Do yeah. I pick one? Pick one. Yeah. I got New York World's Fair. Early World's <laughs> Fairs focus extensively on industrialization, and they show the importance of scientific advances and technology. Mm. This, however, changed when the World's Fair was hosted in New York City from 1939 to 1940, where the theme was Dawn of a New Day. Mm-hmm. Countries from around the world participated in it, and the fair attracted about 44 million people. Unlike earlier World's Fairs, the 1939-40 World's Fair focused on the culture and society rather than the technology. One exhibit was a time capsule that included a Mickey Mouse watch, cigarettes, and writings by Einstein. Wow. Ooh, how exciting. Okay, so definitely, like, an exciting time for change Uh in the uh, technological realm and uh, the cultural realm, so... I'm going to hire uh, Lynn Manuel Miranda. He's going to do um, music, lyrics, and book because Ooh. he's looking to venture into writing um, book scenes. Right. And so he's going to do the story for us, and it's going to be very um, contemporary, a lot of rapping about the World's Fair. Of course. And, of course. And um, some great music, very tuneful. And... Um, Oh, perfect. Okay, it's going to be on HBO. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's yeah, just yeah, chock yeah. full of nudity. And <laughs> just, it is going to be so... There's just society versus technology. Yeah, yeah. It's Westworld. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh, my God, that is so good. Young yep. Manuel's Westworld with butts everywhere. I love it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is great. This is a great yeah. thing. Yeah, okay. I agree. <laughs> I have The Lost Colony of Roanoke. Oh, okay. that's a good one. Oh, wow. Now, for those of you who don't know... Watch American Horror Story. Oh, wait, I've never... <laughs> Did they do Roanoke? Uh, season five? Oh, okay. Six? Maybe six. Yeah. So the Roanoke Colony was founded in 1585, and it was the first, one of the very first English settlements in the New World. And John White was their governor. And he fathered the very first baby to be born in North America. Well, the first English baby to be born in North America. Right. Sure, sure. <laughs> named Virginia Dare. And Ooh. this is now in Dare County, Virginia, is where Roanoke is. Whoa. So, good job, girl. Um, but as their years ran on, they ran out of stuff. And so John went back to England to go get some more. And when he got there, there was a war. And he had to spend three years in the Navy before they would give him his ship back to go back to Roanoke. Whoa. That was cold. And when he got back, the colony was missing. They were just Ooh. gone. Not a single person remained at the colony, and there was though there was no sign of any struggle to indicate that they had been raided. In fact, all the houses had been taken apart, signaling that there had been no rush to leave. Before he left, he gave them instructions that if there was an issue and like they had to flee for any reason, oh, that they should carve a Maltese cross on a tree or a fence post. All that was left behind was the word Croatoan, which was carved into the post of a fence that had been built around the village. The letters C-R-O were also found on a nearby tree. And it's a they mystery. literally have no idea what happened. Yeah, Whoa. a lot of people think that like they just assimilated into the tribes, and just like became Native Americans because they had no Whoa. food, so they just assimilated into native the native world. Wow. Um, Ooh, I want to see this show. Yeah. Okay. I can't wait to hear, find out who so, wrote it. It's gonna be on <laughs> Lifetime. <laughs> sure. <laughs> it's got high drama. I see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. very yeah. high drama. So obviously the lifetime version will center around John and his wife who bear Virginia Dare. Of course. Right. And how she comes into this world and their love story. Mm-hmm. Um, 
there will be a lot of letter writing while he's at mm-hmm. war. Oh, yeah. And then slowly the letters fade and she fades and fades and fades. Mm-hmm. Um, perhaps at the end, there's like a glance behind as he hears a rustle in the trees. Oh. And she's like glancing over, but you can't quite tell what's happened to her, but you see a figure in the distance. Um, yeah. And you hear a baby cry. And then that, and that's the end. <gasps> Credits. Um, exactly. <laughs> um, this will be written by Adam Gettle. Yes. Oh, definitely. Obviously. Duh. It will start Harry Hayden Patton. Okay. From My Fair Lady. Ooh. And um, I think he was on Down Abbey or one of those shows. Yeah. Sure. Uh-huh. Obviously. Uh-huh. As the gentleman that needs to go back into the war. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, his wife will be played by Kelly O'Hara. Great. Oh, love it. I, obviously. Yeah. Um, the baby's cries will be voiced by Josh Lehman. And it will be. Directed for television by Tommy Kale because he should direct every television musical. Great. Great. I love Great. it. <laughs> so I have The Vanishing of Mary Celeste. Ooh. Yes. Of The Mary Celeste, which is a boat. The Mary Celeste. Yes. I love disappearing boats. <laughs> so, on November 7th, 1872, with Captain Benjamin Briggs in command, the Mary Celeste set off for, from New York for Genoa, Italy. On board were a crew of seven, alongside Briggs, his wife, and their two-year-old daughter, all of whom were ready to deliver 1,700 barrels of commercial alcohol needed to fortify Italian wines. Unfortunately, the Mary Celeste never docked in Italy. Instead, the ship was discovered adrift in the Atlantic near the Azores Islands. On December 5th, with no signs of struggle, a lifeboat missing, the captain's log and alcohol intact, but without a single living person on board. Theories of what happened range all the way from alien abduction to mutiny to cargo fumes that forced abandonment but no conclusive proof exists as to what actually happened to the crew of the Mary Celeste. Whoa. Wow. I'm so happy because I got exactly what I wanted. Okay, <laughs> so um, The Vanishing of the, of the Mary Celeste is going to be a musical movie that happens on the Disney Channel. Oh, my God. <laughs> a DCOM. And so, obviously, since it's the Disney Channel, it's going to start out with, like, three young kids in modern time sure. who are, like, mm-hmm. going... Open a book. Who, yes, yes. yes. Who, yeah, yeah. Exactly, who are, like, going to, like, open a book to, like, they're, like, mad they have to do a homework assignment and so they're going to, like, do it, like, at night before, like, they're, like, sleeping in a treehouse. So, yes. like, yes. they're going to wake up and, the, like, they're, like, doing it and then they open, the, like, the curtains of the treehouse and they're, like, on the water and so they're, like, right next to the Mary Celeste yeah. and they basically find out that all the people, like, met Ariel and she like brought them down to like their place to like oh sure it was like the reverse of Ariel so wow. like they she, yeah. they like got fins instead of, of legs right. and um, I want to be where the mermaids are right yeah, yeah absolutely yeah, totally so um it's go- because we were talking about him it's going to star the kid from Even Stevens sure Shia, Shia LaBeouf Shia LaBeouf but like as an adult playing a kid okay the other right the other two are actually going to be kids but he's going to be an adult playing a kid like for some really oh, awkward boy. reason makes sense. Um, and then I think that uh, Jason Robert Brown is going to write the score. Ooh, into it. Okay. Um, Love it. And it's just like Jason Robert Brown with like hints of like obvious Disneyisms. Yeah, sure. Like that like deceptive cadence at the end of every song that yeah. leads right into like the perfect money note at the end. Uh-huh. Um, and at the end, they like try, like the kids like want to save the the people on the boat, but like they can't bring them back to the real world and then they end up at, back at home and they give this great report at school. Oh, I love that. I love this. this great so happy good. ending. I, that's really good. That's been historical <laughs> I feel like it says Kenny Ortega wow. written all Oh my God, it. Kenny Ortega has to do it. Or I'm not involved. <laughs> oh my God. Wait, what was that game? What was, what was that called? Yeah. Historical Fiction the Musical. I love this. That, that was, was really, really good. good. Really good. Well done. Thank you. Um, well, that brings us to the end of our episode. Holy Moses. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks yeah. for having me. That was so fun. That was really fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, again, you can follow him at uh, Please and Thank You on all social media platforms. Um, all of them. LinkedIn. All of them. Yeah, find up on LinkedIn, TikTok, guys. Yeah, TikTok, if you guys what are on. What is TikTok? It's, it's like, no, it's like a YouTube, like sort of, but it's in China. Oh, okay. YouTube for China. It's like a short form video platform. It's like Vine and Musical.ly had a baby and became TikTok. That makes sense. Cool. Mm-hmm, cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's T-I-K-T-O-K. There's no C's. Okay. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, 
Well, thank you again for joining us. Absolutely. This was so fun. Yeah. Um, don't forget, you can follow us at Broadwasted. Oh, follow yeah. us on Twitter, Instagram. We have a Facebook group that Kevin runs. Yeah, and uh, this week, for fun, um, go to the yes. Facebook group and post your favorite uh, Ben Fankhauser riffing video. Yes. Oh, baby. <laughs> Let's see what we can come up you with. You too, Ben. Oh, What's yeah. your favorite one? Oh, that's hard to say. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, maybe there's a couple out there that... Uh... We'll see if someone finds it. Yeah, that's, okay. that's my task for all of you listeners out yeah. there. Um, but again, you can uh, also join our Patreon. Kimberly, you want to talk a little bit about that? You can join our Patreon for as little as $5 a month. Um, you can get a bonus podcast every month produced by yours truly um, with all of us featuring like things that we cut from shows previously, special things that no one has ever heard before, special interviews with us with questions from you guys. Um, and there are all sorts of perks going up the tiers that you can look at when you go on patreon.com slash broadwasted. Also, you get to know about any live events coming before anybody else does. Yes. The patrons already know this, but we have a show on St. Patrick's Day at Green Room 42 that we is do. currently on sale. Yes. Come celebrate yes, my is. 30th Ooh, birthday with me awesome. and get Broad Wasted. Yeah. Totally. Um, and thank you so much to Gold Star. You can get discounted tickets there. Uh, that's goldstar.com backslash broadwasted. Hey, that's us. Uh, check it out and get uh, some really great show tickets uh, and concerts, comedy, dance, national tours, all that fun stuff. Live your best live with Gold Star. And then uh, you can also find us on iTunes. You can find us on Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Rate and review us. Five, Five stars, stars, please. And thank you. Please and thank you. Oh. 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 So that you have to come magic. every week just for that moment. Yeah, yeah. sure. We tag you in the end of every episode. Why not? <laughs> um, but we end every episode with a quote. We do? And we do. <laughs> I hate both of you so much. I remember now. I know. Only I do too. I just like doing that. I know. That's right. Only heaven knows how glory goes, what each of us was meant to be. In the starlight, that is where we are. I can see so far. Boom! Tears. I don't know. I'm also proud of you that you knew that was from uh, Floyd Collins. I'm bringing it back into the zeitgeist, baby. Very obsessed with (laughs) Jay Armstrong Johnson's rendition of that on the YouTube from like what 2007. Mm -hmm. Couldn't stop. Bring back Floyd. Bring back Floyd. Bring back Floyd. Bring back Floyd. (laughs) But again, thanks so much for joining us. We're going to bring back Floyd with you. Yes. Um, But as we end every episode, we raise our glasses and we sing. Zoot-doo-wop, Bob. Cheers. Cheers. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.